Checking your emails and taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Ignorant and Uninformed. I am Benji Pickens, and I'm here with Max Serac and Ben Hollywood Whitmore. As always, what up? For those of you who don't know, man, this is a show where I like, take your topics and turn them into our show, and Max mm-hmm. can tell you what that's all about. Yes, sir. We uh, we take your topics and we turn them into our show because that's what we're all about, man. We're uh, we give you T-shirts for topics. We got this big, beautiful bowl of topics that you guys have been so generously uh, submitting to us. So thank you for that. And we draw one out at random and discuss for half an hour or thereabouts. Yeah. There's much laughter and thinking, and it's a good thing. Neither of both, actually. Yeah, yeah. And now and, we're, uh, uh, we're yeah. We got a new setup in the studio now. Yeah. So you got to let us know what you think. Yeah. We're all we're all on different microphones now, which is we- weird, right? But uh, there's many ways for you guys to get us your topics. So please keep them coming. You can hit us up topics at ignorantnuninformed.com. Boom. You can visit the website topics Boom. and click the topics button. You Boom. can twank <laughs> us on Twitter at ig and un. Boom. Uh, what am I missing? Facebook. You can message us on the Facebooks and become a friend of our show. Like us. Please like us. Please. Please. Just, just, how just I get like my, us one time. Just My pleasures. Just one time. Your first time's free. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, we need a topic. <laughs> so can any of us reach into the bowl now? <laughs> no, we'll figure it question. out. Who's, right. uh, who's I'll drawing? I'll draw it. I'll draw it. Yes. Oh, wait. Where's, <laughs> the, uh, where's the ding dinger dong? That's close enough. I don't, I, don't even, I don't even know. I, even yeah, I don't anymore. even know if that gets picked up anymore. Like pick it I'll up. try, man, with the with the actual dinger dinger donger. I think it's, it's showing up called. a little bit, but we're gonna need it. To, it's gonna need its own mic. I, I like this a lot because you can't hear me as much fiddling around with shit. And that's kind of nice. <laughs> I know that is kind of. Nice. We don't even need these right. stupid coasters. Anymore. Hey, this is from none other than one of our biggest supporters, uh, Mr. Gary Serac. Oh, sweet, famed author. Of Amazon.com fame. Do you know he actually just got picked up for his second book by, like, a publishing house? Oh, shit. Yeah, he just sent the email out today. I saw That's it. Awesome. Oh, congrats to, go, to you, Gary yeah. Sarek. I know I'll be you're, I know you're out there listening. <laughs> Does he know what the book is? Uh, yeah, it's all about the American dream. I forget what the title is that he decided. If the American dream around, could talk, was, what no, would it say? That was the working title. What secrets uh, would it tell? What secrets would it tell? That was the working title. Right. But uh, I think he decided on something else. Well, hey, I think this is... Uh, I think we'll give him some excellent commentary for his book. <laughs> what is the American dream of today? Does it still exist? If not, why not? Gary Serac. Well, damn, Gary. No. <laughs> All right, next question. All right. And, <laughs> and moving on. And we're back. Yeah. All and right. we're back. So, All right, Captain Parameter Man, what is the American dream as you see it? Shit. And does it exist today? Because it's certainly changed quite a bit. You know, talk everyone. You talk about the American dream. That's like the fifties and sixties. Well, it certainly changed a lot in the sixties too. But like the original American dream was you, you know, you got a a nice house in a nice neighborhood, good job, two point five kids, whatever. Yeah. You know, pension, retire at sixty five, and uh... yeah. So a lot of these are financial goals, but I think it's also like. What about They're the movie, like the rock star American dream, like the celebrity American dream? Well, the, I think they're super rich. Like you can come to America and get wealthy with nothing. Well, yeah, two dollars in your pocket, kind of shit. I think that that's the American dream that exists now. Is that okay. like reality TV? You think in the fifties it was like we're all going to have a house and there's a market on the corner we can buy food? No doubt, I can see that. Well, because like yeah, and general stores were becoming like more and more, you know, like. 
yeah. box stores were starting yeah, to come I around. Think- like all those iconic pictures of the American family in the fifties, sure. You know, like the Coca Cola ads, sure. like that's what the old American Norman dream Rockwell, was, I think. yeah, the Norman Rockwells, the you know that kind of doing. No, that. where there was like everything was in excess. You you throw your trash anywhere because somebody would pick it up, kind of a thing. Like, yeah, I know, yeah. The the streets of America are paved with cheese. Isn't that what Fivele said? Isn't that like uh... an American tale? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there a, are no cats in America, and the streets are paved I think with that cheese. was uh, that was part of it too. Is the idea that you could come here and work hard and you know better yourself? Like you weren't stuck yeah, see, in that. That's what makes a lot of noise is when you fuck with it. Some sort of cat that is system. making a lot of noise. It seems. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, uh, hey, I'm learning. Everybody. Yeah, we're trying to get this right. We're learning. You know, hey, <laughs> we're learning. So, we're still learning. So, so he's yeah. just a boy. Let him sleep in your bed. Just all right. You, hey man, I'm gonna have to. We're have to get some. We're have to get an audio tech for you, just to hold your microphone stand. Where's my? Where's my? Where's my gaffer? <laughs> where's my best boy? Hey, where's my best boy grip? <laughs> Any tape? <laughs> Rolling. Uh, yeah. So, so is, that was that was like the original, like what Amer- the American dream was, and there were a lot of people. You know, I, I think it also goes along with the mentality that, you know, America was the best country in the world, the most powerful country in At the world. At the time, we were first in a lot of areas. Damn straight. Yeah. Now the American dream is to move to Canada. <laughs> I'm just kidding. American dream is to get the fuck out. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <coughs> I guess so. <coughs> Man, it's kind of tough to decide because yeah, it's, what is it now? Like, is, is there still an American dream? And that's what Gary's asking. Well, I think Benji, like, if anything, I think it has changed to that, like, instant – Internet success, fame. Well, we that, got so many. Well, there's that, problems. and I also think it's more. I think the American dream applies more to foreigners now than it does to actual like born Americans. Sure, in my opinion. Like immigrants. Yeah, just a, yeah, a bunch of immigrants. I don't know why I said a bunch <laughs> of immigrants. That sounded so awful. Yeah, but no, yeah, I mean, it's just like immigrants right. can come over here, like compared to their own countries, where they can't, you know, come over with three dollars and a fucking guitar and fucking make it big you know yeah, and yeah. here they can go that, busk that, on the corner yeah you know and even like coming here and living in a shitty shitty spot in la or new york is still sometimes better than what they had going on there yeah i think you that's know? why new york city is so crowded and even it, it kind of blows i mean anyone who's lived there can tell you like unless you There's are just an energy s- just a sweet energy. Dude, I, that's what the people say all the time the pulse the of the city the pulse. it's great but I just – I never really – you know, it's just like – but there's a lot of people who live in really shitty apartments and it's – it's and there's – you know, there's like different uh, groups of ethnic peoples f- throughout the city, Little Italy, Chinatown. It's very segregated. I actually thought that was interesting. It is kind of weird how everybody just has their own neighborhood. Like, when I was talking to uh, – when, uh, like, when I was in the military and I met uh, – like my, my bunkmate actually – was from uh, Brooklyn. What was, it, and, uh, what was his name? I feel like he's been brought Quarles, up. Yeah, 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 Quarles, yeah. Quarles has definitely yeah. brought up before. And I think I've probably told this same story before, but um, he was like, man, is it all, you know, like weird down in the South? And uh, no, nah, man, like, like it's not, you know, it's not like that at all. Like, like there's there's mixed couples. There's people that don't like it, but there's mixed couples, man, you know. But, but yeah. no, for the most part, nobody really gives a shit as opposed to, like, Little Italy and... Chinatown and like that seems very segregated to me. Yeah, if you walk into the wrong neighborhood, man, you people, you people, not that you'll get into trouble, but people give you weird looks for sure. <laughs> and in New York, that's for sure. I was very uncomfortable. <laughs> I did. Uh, I was walking. I, I, was, I was walking in. I was Crown visually Heights assaulted 
I was, um, it was, I was, I was optically assaulted. <laughs> um, I felt his eyes all over me. Can you point on the doll where his eyes were? <laughs> Everywhere. It's mostly looking at my face and smiling. It was it was horrible. It was, it was terrible. A, it was it was absolutely terrible. I mean, I feel like part of it too in the city is that like it's so many people that you've got to do what you can to break that into some sensible piece to make sense of it. I agree with that. I've always thought about that as far as like New York goes. It's like it's like being con- constantly overstimulated that you actually have to shut off areas, you know, of perception to so you can just focus on what's going on. Yeah, it's, I, you, know, if, you know that's that's what it's always been. When I'm in it's hard to say like, oh yeah, New York is my neighborhood. You know, like that's the city I live in. It's like you live in a neighborhood, and like I have a friend who we're talking he's... mostly about New York City. I guess yeah, I'd we like to point out because <laughs> New York's a big state with a lot of country. <laughs> it's true, yeah. New York City, Manhattan, and the surrounding boroughs. But you know, like I have a friend who who's just moving back to New York. Actually, he was here for a while, and now he's going back to New York. But. uh you know, he lives downtown, and he never, he never goes above like Fourteenth Street. You know, and he's just downtown, and he just walks. You know, he has his grocery store, his laundromat, his, you know, yeah, well, like his why, clubs, why do you need to go bars. anywhere? Yeah. yeah, he doesn't go to. And I was like, <clears> but at the same time, I feel like that's a pr- pretty pervasive attitude to have in New York because it's just too massive to try to be like, yeah, I know everything, I know where everything is. It's like you know your neighborhood, and that's kind of where you stay. Because trying to navigate the rest, like, at all, is, it's just overwhelming. Yeah. I guess my point in bringing all that up was that there's a lot of people who aren't originally from the United States that move to a big city like L.A. or New York City and just kind of stay there. And it's like – and I guess my question is, is that the American dream? Is And is it that much better than where they were? Because I kind of think New York City is a shithole. I would not want to live there anymore. I mean, how much time have you spent in Delhi? I, none. That, and that's my question. Is like, is new is living in the crammed eight million person island of Manhattan? Is that any better? I mean, I mean, it depends. Like what what are the like? You obviously you have a lot better opportunity. I mean, it's like like Bangkok. You can, you know, yeah. And it depends where you're coming from. And I mean, like mm-hmm. some some places don't have running. You know, we take a lot of things for granted. And uh, like not recording every... studios and microphones. Yeah, and individual microphones. Yeah, for instance. My God, what did we Left, use before? That's really hard. It's so hard. Uh, uh, Ricky, get in here. <laughs> Ricky, <laughs> fix my microphone. <laughs> I'm not moving. <laughs> Make your Mayan sad. calendars. <laughs> the uh, so I think it depends on where you're coming from. And five four five intern, yes, <laughs> <laughs> the Mayan calendar maker and five four five intern. I forgot about rigging the calendar. <laughs> it's a it's a deep hole, man. Go cool. listen We're to Epidose One if you yeah. want if you want to know uh, about. Right, uh, that's back in 2012, man, when the world was supposed to end and shit. That's true. It's true. We actually just put out the epid- like another one about. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked myself with a drink. I got, got my other hand full. I can't. I can't navigate some shit. <laughs> <laughs> the. Uh, yeah, I don't even. Oh, yeah, we actually just re-released an episode, another episode about uh, drugs, which is funny because we haven't. It was like one, one of our first first five. But yeah. I will say, I think that's the the latter episode uh, was uh, was quite better. Oh, <laughs> substantially better than the first one. Yeah, For we, we sure. kind of tackled it a lot better. Yeah. Drugs. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we've been we've been at this for a minute too. Yeah, practice. Yeah, totally. We've been doing this for a while. Practice. I still think like. Four people listen, but whatever. Yeah, hey, that's, that's cool. But those like four it. people know. 
They do know. Well, Max is one of them. It's true. It's, Let me ask true. you this, Ben. Do you listen? Not as often as I should. <laughs> no. Really? I, I'll say the same thing. Max is Not Max is now the 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 voice and the the he's the gatekeeper. So he I, listens I to him the and gatekeeper. he decides. I'm I'm just the key master. Max is driven. Yeah. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. I I am being. I listened when I had to right when now. when I was like releasing them when I was doing that. I listened to all of them. Yeah. Because because you would tell me which ones you want, and I would have a valid opinion of like, oh yeah, that's a good one or not. But now I think they're uh, all no, good. I used, so. I used to listen to one. Yeah, they are all good. So I just yeah, if I get man, we're good. Better at it. Yeah. How, me, how long has it still been never, since we've recorded really one we haven't released? Has that ever happened? Oh yeah. Um, I guess there's a few that are. We shit. were getting down in there uh, until we'll recently. go back. Yeah. yeah, we'll like go back through and be like, oh, we recorded this one like a month ago. But we put one out recently with Tim Ackerman that was from like was when that was almost a year ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, around yeah, Thanksgiving yeah. time he was here. Yeah. Right? yeah. Or was it spring? It might have been spring. I think it was spring. February, March. But there's some. There's like, uh, yeah, there's some in the vaults, you know. And right now it's Thanksgiving. So whenever you, uh, whenever, damn it. Whenever you guys are listening to this, whenever the fuck it is, whether or not it's Thanksgiving or not, it is Thanksgiving right now. Benji's Benji's dealing with life. He's on the struggle bus today. Man. Man, I am on the struggle bus. The wheels just fell right off my fucking struggle bus. <laughs> right off struggle as soon as bus. I got in the studio. Man. And it only <laughs> got three to begin with. <laughs> it's a struggle trike. It's a struggle trike. Struggle trike. Get on a struggle trike. Like, even the other people that ride funny vehicles make fun of me. <laughs> that sounds like you're like you're like a special kind of strike. Struggle trike? Struggle trike. Nope. It's not it sounds like a dinosaur. Like a troglodyte. <laughs> ah. Struggle I, like I could buy that. I could buy that. I could buy that. I like that. Struggle track. I think the lost part of the American dream is the the hard work aspect. Oh, I feel yeah. like nobody actually wants to work for what they get. Well, that's the thing. And I was actually going to say that uh, I've always thought of it as like, you know, the whole life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Is that you can come to America, and if you want to live pretty a paltry lifestyle, you can be like, I'm going to be a dancer. And you can be a dancer. You know, you may not get paid much or whatever, but you can come to America and be a dancer. You, you know, a dancer you, for money. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Though? Like you can do that kind of shit here. It may not, you know, be the lifestyle you wanted or, or you know, yeah. as big a reward as you were looking for. But you might you can just do be it. a you know? steel town girl on a Saturday night looking for the fight of her life, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't think I can just. <laughs> you know, I don't think I could just move to Syria and can become like an MMA like fighter. A knife. That's true. Sorry. In, oh, right. Did you say Syria and MMA fighter? Yeah, I said I can't just move to Syria. No. Be, you know, you know, my dream of fighting in Syria as an MMA fighter is just going to shit with ISIS. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks. True. But seriously, fuck ISIS. What the hell? <laughs> I like to touch this microphone stand. I <laughs> know you do. <laughs> you know, why'd, you like... me, why'd you just give me more shit to fucking <laughs> in, like, within arm's reach? I was like, you could touch thing. anything else. Just don't touch the mic stand and the microphone. Just don't touch that. You can fuck, touch... and it's right here. And it won't here. get picked up. <laughs> but see, it won't get but now up. we can give you like a Rubik's Cube that you can you play can, like, with, with your hands. Can you hear me snapping up here? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Not not as much as like I could if we just had the ambient recording. Yeah. Yeah. These are yeah. these are what's called. They're called. They're what's called cardioid mics. Yep. They pick things up in a heart shape. This doesn't yeah. this doesn't sound like it's coming through a ton though. I can hear it. I can hear it, yeah. Well god damn it. <laughs> Here, can you guys hear hear, hear my <laughs> hear my dick? Can you guys <laughs> hear my nuts? My dick and nuts. I don't know. Can it sing? 
Because I'm hearing cox, singing. Cox right now. dicks. Cox <laughs> dicks. That was a. Uh, Where's the cox dicks? Where's funny. the cox dicks? We had to set up a uh, Skype account for a meeting one time with Five Four Five when we first started this company, and uh, we had to Skype with John. <laughs> is that where? Is that where Cox and Dicks comes from? Yeah. So Shut I, the fuck I, up. I, no. So I, I was like, I didn't have a Skype account. So Ben, I was like, I was like, ah, Ben, just set me up one. And he set me up one, and then he's like, oh yeah, and your password is Cox and Dicks. <laughs> and it was. That's, it was Cox and Dicks. That's wonderful. Dicks. I think it was Benji likes Cox and Dicks. Was there? Why are you putting a fucking plastic bag on your hand, man? Oh. Oh, Ben knows all the theater tricks. Yeah. Great. <laughs> oh, I'm going into a tunnel. I can't hear you. I really just having a hard time with you. With you. <laughs> like, <laughs> sounds like a soda. Oh yeah, I got sounds it. Like thanks, mm, thanks. Totally. Anyway, sorry, man. I, no, I just picked up shit. <laughs> no, that's that's really cool. You're fine. You're fired. Damn You're it. Fine. No, you set up all this shit. You were you were the ops. You were promoted. We don't have a lighter. <laughs> My vapor pin just fucking battery died. <laughs> Damn it. It's a rough. Fail. So you are not living the American dream. <laughs> no, I think there's definitely Max going back to what you were yeah. saying like ten fucking minutes ago. But uh, it's definitely that that whole entitlement and like yeah. sense of instant gratification that our that like just our culture and our technology has ingrained in us. Especially these younger generation, the kids, the damn kids on my lawn. Who you know what I mean? Like they these kids have grown up with iPads. You know, and, that, and iPhones and all this instant access to everything. So there's no – they don't even know what it is to not have access to every bit of information that's available in the world. You right. Know? But I mean like – but the – Not everything. The, uh, the Thanks, American Homeland dream Security. that he's talking about still exists though. Like, you can still come to America or grow up in America and we'll fucking work hard. America. You know what I mean? Work hard. Yeah. And if you work harder – and smarter than other people, you will be successful. Even I've known some do you really, think, do really. You still dumb. think that's true? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I really, and I've known a lot of really dumb people that just put in a lot of effort and fucking have, were really successful, right? So it doesn't take much but effort to be successful, you know, and really successful. Yeah. However, that takes work. What I think has happened is this sense of entitlement and the laziness of. The American people, because it's so easy and so convenient to be lazy in this society with the technology we have. Yeah. Well, and I think I feel you like know, like you can be lazy. You can work from home now. You can work from your fucking bed. You can work and never get out of bed. Don't have to get out. You don't have to own pants anymore. No. You just have pajama pants. No, it's true though. I mean, you can like places like New York City, like we were talking about. I mean, you can stay in your apartment and have everything delivered, absolutely everything shipped to your house and delivered, and you never have to fucking leave. It's true. it's true. You know, if you worked from home. I'm pretty sure Walmart just started that shit. There's like Walmart delivery now where you can – I saw some ad, some yeah. commercial. Dude, you can just... Costco ships. Did you know that? We're oh, yeah. an hour and a half away from a Costco. Yeah, I'm getting a Costco card now because they actually have free shipping on all their items. Oh, no shit. To where? Anywhere. Really? Where, wherever you're at. Wherever, you, wherever the address is, Ben. That's what shipping is. <laughs> shipping goes That's... to the intended address. Well, I'm just saying like if it's like – if it's like – the way IKEA is like if you're within a certain zip code, they'll deliver for this much, and then nope. they'll deliver for like. I heard this from a guy in Frisco, Colorado, that just ordered a bunch of paper towels and toilet paper for his business. Well, shit. That's what I said. I was like, dude, that actually now I'll get a Costco card because I wasn't trying to drive down to Denver, you know, Denver. 
Damber. Damber. Which Damber. essays? My essays. I wrote an essay. I, uh, I think part of it, too, is the fact that uh, we believe there's, like, this, this really weird myth uh, of overnight success. And that, like, these things happen instantaneously. That's true. When, like, you just don't – we're just not privy to all the toil. Well, that's the thing is that those things do happen. You know, American Idol, shit like that. But that's become the – is that now the American dream? Well, that's that's the what's gonna that's the what should happen to me. I should I know how to sing, so therefore I should get on American Idol. I should win, and I should become successful. Not I should have to play in every grungy fucking bar in every town around where I live, and get shit on and pissed on and booed off stage twenty seven million times before you make it big. That yeah, that's a very valid point. I think you that's know? very true because that's that's what's kind of crazy to me is like. That you know, and I think as an, as Americans especially, but probably West all Western culture, like we tend to focus on the you know the the like the Bill Gateses who drop out of school right. and start their company and become billionaires. Right. What about all the other people that you know went to school? Yeah, did and they, very well in their field, excelled in their field. You know, got their master's degree, whatever it was. I mean, yeah. it's not always education that that leads to success. It's you know just whether you know you started out with one Walmart and ended up with. You know, thousands, you know, or whatever. But, you know, right. not to that level. It's always – yeah, those guys are forgotten. It's always the, the one-night wonders and the instant yeah. successes, rags to riches, as it were. Yeah. And those, I guess because there's more of a, like, that could happen to me aspect. And yeah. Like, oh, the common. other one is like, yeah, well, I you know, I went to school. I finished my degree. I had an internship for like right. five years. I got a really shitty job at this one place and then I – Which you yeah, know that you'll really? never do. Yeah. Which that like, oh, seems, that sounds like a way too much that seems, That's the unattainable success that you'll never be able to – to accomplish because you're never going to do those things and you're really you know you're pragmatic enough to know that. Yeah. So therefore, the only thing left is the fucking lottery or yeah. American Idol, which is yeah, exactly, you know, or some stupid ass show like that. But that you know, same idea is what keeps people buying lottery right. tickets. Uh, and then reality TV has you, made everyday fucked up people stars. You want to watch something about the lotto, like John Oliver. Uh, did an awesome sketch on the lotto and how much of a fucking scam it is. And, Dude, uh, that guy's – I love John Oliver. He's it's great. worth checking out. Definitely worth checking out. No, I've always heard it. You know, there's all kinds of sayings about it like it's a tax on people that are bad at math. Yeah. You know, and stuff like that. Tax on people who never took a statistics class. <laughs> yeah. The, the chances of winning are – they say like if you built a road from California to Maine and divided it into inches, your chances of winning would be to touch the right inch on that road. Right. You know, I've heard that. Like, I mean, it's, it's pretty insane. But he was, his, but people do win. That's why people play, and that's yeah. the beauty of it. It's that it's can't that. win if you don't play. That's what I always say. Well, it's the whole gambling thing, man. Look at Las Vegas. Like Las Vegas doesn't have giant retarded ass hotels and comp shit everywhere, man, because they're losing money. No, they're giving that away. It just happens. Yeah, man. You know, and it just kills me every time I go to Vegas. Like, we went to Vegas, and all of us are very pragmatic about that kind of stuff. And we're very, very, you know, like we go there with money to spend. You know, but I have definitely known people that are like, all right, man, I need a new car and shit like that. I'm going to go there and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to break Vegas. And, you know, uh, there's always some cockiness there. And those people just get fucking owned. (laughs) They really do. But here's the other thing I've also known people who have gone. And they basically take their entire yearly salary and double it in Vegas, like I on a regular basis. And I know somebody that won but, a four and a half million dollar lottery out of Denver, you know, and that was just 
It does happen. It does happen to people. Was it me? But it's Did those stories. Like the, the lottery is beautiful. And you know what's funny is that the mafia was doing it first, and they called it numbers. <laughs> you know, they were running numbers. Yeah. And they would use like the last four digits of the Dow or something like that, something that was completely random that nobody could could fix, you know. Or, and that was their numbers. And basically it was just a lottery in the neighborhood. Yeah. And if you won, you know, you got like $10,000, whatever. Yeah. You know, whatever, whatever they Whatever won, the chunk know. of the pot yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And then the person who orchestrates it keeps, what, how much do they keep out of the $2 lotto tickets? The house always wins. The house always wins. Thank you, Max. That's exactly my point. The John, the John Oliver sketch was all about how little money actually goes to education. Because, you know, that's the whole... Yeah, that's what they say. Oh, well, it supports the schools. Yes, I'm supporting the schools. <laughs> well, I know that the states I, I've lived in that didn't have it and the states I lived in that do have it are vastly different than what their teachers and everything else get paid. Oh, crazy. So that's something to, something to consider. Yeah, fair. My question to you, Ben, is when you're talking about, you know, your, whoever goes to Vegas and doubles their, their salary, I mean, how often do you hear about them going to Vegas and not? You know, like, are you hearing the stories about what it goes horribly, horribly wrong, or are you only hearing the high points? Well, I think that, like, I'm sure there's got to be ups and down years. This was like, this was like a friend of my sister's who lived in our neighborhood and her dad was just happened to be exceptional at blackjack. Like was really good. He wasn't like a card count or anything. He was just really good at sure. He was in as soon as like, uh, you know, as Kenny Rogers always says, you got to know when to hold them, know when to hold them, know when to walk away. That's no the trick. Pass the cards, no when to run, whatever it is. I forget it, but walk away. The game, no when to walk away. <laughs> no when to run. You never count your money while you're sitting at the table. There'll be time enough, enough for, for counting, counting when, when the, the deal is done. done. <laughs> it's a good ass song. I wish I knew it better. But you know, like, like, but no. See, he would literally. T- I think what he did is he took, like, he was an electrician or something. So he, you know, he made decent money, and uh, and he took like half his salary and he took it to Vegas and he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna double this money in like four days, and he did, and he just played blackjack for four days, and like, and made a shit ton of money. I'm sure there's years when they only lived on half of their salary. but Well, yeah, because the know? problem with that is once you do that, like you're like, all right, well, next year, it's kind of like that South Park, like, let it ride. It's like, next year, <laughs> I'm going to take my whole salary. <laughs> you know, um, no, I think he was pretty smart about it. No, I'm sure, I'm sure. But, but like my stepdad, when I was a kid, uh, he went to Vegas, and like he, he, he gambled pretty big in Vegas. And Are we talking like about that. Vegas? I love Vegas. And uh, he went to Vegas, and uh, he won 22000 by getting third or second in a blackjack tournament. Three weeks later went, no, no, it was the next week, went back and won a $75,000 jackpot for $97,000 in like two weeks or three weeks or something Damn, like that. Jesus. Won. Holy crap. So it does happen. Oh, and that's yeah. And that's why people keep going to Vegas because people do win. And people, my aunt actually won $950,000 on a Monopoly slot machine. Nine hundred fifty thousand. Jesus yep. Christ! She and hit the it's jackpot. Gone. <laughs> uh, it's gone. Like three, you know. Like, I don't know. Maybe six years ago. Whatever. You know? Yeah. And uh, I, I don't really talk to that much. You know. But yeah. anyway, they. Uh, but that, you know, it's just so it does happen, man. And I and I get that. Yeah. And that's the appeal. If it, if people didn't win, nobody would fucking do it. It'd just be called throwing your money away. Well, that's right. And if you didn't hear the stories of the people that won. Right. Then. But I see what Max is saying, man. You all you always only hear the winning stories. And also, by the way, everybody, man, nobody likes a real lengthy discussion about your your uh, slot machine or your blackjack or anything like that. 
you can just kind of cut to the point. Yeah. Because uh, there's nothing worse than people being like, and then I got a dancing boot, a queen, a jack, another dancing boot, <laughs> and then a guitar. <laughs> right? So the screen starts going crazy. You know, like, no one wants to hear the whole story. Leading like, up how much that. did you win? <laughs> what did you but win? But you have also I'm heard, I feel like on the same th- token, I, I have heard a lot of stories about people who just, like, went to Vegas and just lost it all, man. They just left and man. you see those people at the airport. Like, you can always see this. They're always there. Man, oh, I'm God, even yeah. Stevens, man. I, I'm, I'm usually like even Stevens at uh, gambling. I don't ever win big, and I don't ever really lose big. When I, I, do I is... play really, really conservative, even, and that's why I never win big. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, and you exactly. can't. But, you know, you really have to put it out there to win big. Yeah. Well, Vegas eats fucking $5 blackjack hands up all day long. And that's probably where they make a significant portion of their money. I'm sure. And that's where you're less likely to win. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. No, Vegas. Well, they say that blackjack is actually the best odds for anybody. No. Craps. Craps is? Craps is the best odds in the... Oh. I'd believe Craps that. is oh, I actually Craps. one of the only games that favors... I don't think... I don't know if it favors... You know what I mean, though? But yeah, no. Because blackjack, you can always be fucked by some jackass next to you. Right. That's why but, I actually hate playing blackjack. That's a, Oh, yeah, blackjack? Yeah. Yeah. yeah if there's a guy who doesn't know what they're doing. You're sitting next to some fucking yeah, fat guy. from Montana. You're that guy that doesn't know how to no, play. No, yeah, I don't want to fuck it up for everybody else. Oh. Like, I don't know enough about what I'm doing. Dude, it's irritating. I had a guy in Oklahoma, but I don't ever say shit. I had a guy in Oklahoma when I was driving through with a girlfriend when I was... Uh, Living in Alabama, we just stopped at an Indian casino where they, you had to give 50 cents a hand. You want to talk about a fucking racket? 50 cents a hand goes straight to the Indian nation. Boom. A hand per person. Damn. That that adds up to be a lot of money throughout the day. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. we did we did steal their land. No, I, I'm for it. But we <laughs> gave them casinos. <laughs> I don't but understand we, the But problem. they get 50 cents yeah. a hand. Yeah, 300 years later. <laughs> hey, here's your casinos, man. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. We just holding it now. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh but, no, no, those people. We but, we turned that into a mini mall. You're not going to get that back. But here's a casino. Mm-hmm. But my girl wasn't like a blackjack master, you know. And I wasn't there trying to be like that boyfriend that's all correcting her and shit, you know. And so, like, she hit on a, you know, on you know something she shouldn't have and took the card that the guy next to her needed. He was a he actually got really rude about it, and yeah. you know, like I, he and I had to have some words about it and shit, you know. And uh, we ended up leaving, but. It's just like people take that really seriously. Oh, damn right, man. And it doesn't a... matter how good you are a lot of the times at blackjack. Like, no, the person yeah. sitting to your right fucks you. That's exactly fucked. it. <laughs> you know? Whereas with craps, mm-hmm. like, you know. Craps I love. It's all who's got the dice. I love craps. Where you craps put your money. Craps is a fun game. Craps is fun. You taught me how to play craps. It was yeah. at your, uh, I think it was your bachelor party. We went yep. to Crip, or, uh, Black Blackhawk. 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 Yeah, you and Ritzman showed me how to play. And you were Richmond there. And you, were there. And, you were and you were there. And you were there. I do want to go back there. I really kind of like. I've got an itch to go spend a little money on gambling. Good. We'll re- we'll Good. record live <laughs> from the craft table. Ding, 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 ding. That's all you hear in the background. It's so nice to get out of the fucking Vegas airport and onto the plane. <laughs> um, oh, for sure. When you're done with that whole it's trip, just like you know what I mean. Solid. Bells and whistles the entire time. Oh yeah, flashing You walk into those casinos, colors. and that's exactly what they're designed to do, man. I don't know how you like guys did Vegas, but we we did Vegas with uh, a lot of uh, marijuana edibles and uh, a lot of a lot of alcohol, mm-hmm. and we were pretty much fucked up from the time breakfast mm-hmm. ended 
Well, no, because I always ate my edibles right when I got up. So, yeah, I was pretty much fucked by the time. By the time we like, got to the airport. My second plate of bacon. <laughs> I was fucked up in every morning. and then. But that's how you know it's a good day. Yeah. Man, no, that I was, was a good time. fucked up on my second that plate That was a real bacon. fun time. So, yeah. To, I had a good time going to Vegas with you guys. To kind of round this out, though, man, I mean, the American dream has definitely changed. But the old school American dream, I think, actually does still exist. Um, it's just people's priorities have changed and their and how methods much have changed. Work. But, man, if you get out there and you fucking try and you do, you know, just, just put in some effort, man. And the thing is, is the lazier people get, the easier it is for the people that put in effort. It's a good point. You know? Yeah. It's a good thing to think about. Yeah. There's a lot less competition. Yeah, a lot less, man. A lot less people are out there trying to get that, that dollar. Get that dollar. Stack That's that true. cheese. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, uh, gambling, not the way towards the American dream. Uh Thomas Paine, what we obtain too cheap, we esteem too lightly. <gasps> Gotta work for that shit. Yeah. Hey, thanks for downloading and listening to Ignorant and Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. We've been your illustrious host, Mr. Benji Pickens. <laughs> Mr. Maximus Sarakistan Sarak. Base. Base. And Bice. I am Ben Hollywood Whitmore. Make sure you send us those <laughs> topics to topics at ignorantuninformed.com. Or just go to ignorantuninformed.com. You can check out all the podcasts. And, of course, make sure you subscribe on that little subscribe button on whatever podcaster you are listening to us on. It's all good. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> Nothing, man. You can twank us on Twitter, <laughs> at Ignun. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash ignorant and uninformed. Uh, questions make the best topics. Did I forget? I feel like I forgot one today. Ah, you're fine. Fuck it. Ah, damn it. Nobody's going to send us topics anyway. That's true. Hey, People we'll see you next week on a brand new epidose <laughs> of hot-ass freshness all up in your grill. Peace off. <laughs>